0: One of the earliest tools in marketing was the sign. Join us today as we explore the history and usage of signage.
1: Welcome to Straight Shot. Marketing is everywhere. It's around your life, from what you eat to what you wear and where you go. It is a vital part of any and all business. Let's discuss the world of marketing and business as it influences everyday life with the staff of Atlanta Marketing Agency, Reformation Productions, and guests as they give it to us straight. Get ready, take aim, steady. Welcome to Straight Shot. Hello, everyone
0: welcome to to today's episode of Straight Shot Marketing Podcast, where we are going to dive into the subject of signage. With us today as a special guest is Don Conklin, owner of Pinnacle Custom Signs here in Gwinnett County. We have worked with Don on many a client's project, and it's my pleasure to say welcome. Don, tell us a little bit about um, you and uh, Pinnacle Custom Signs.
2: Sure. We started up eight years ago, my wife Teresa and myself, and now we have a thriving business of 15 employees up in Buford, northern Buford, Georgia, and we produce signs that are shipped nationally and installed nationally. So starting out from a small Buford-Gwinnett County operation to a national operation.
0: And it's family owned and run too. Don't, your sons work there as well?
2: It is. They work there when we want them. No, they are. <laughs> <laughs> they,
0: they show up. They, they don't know do. if they work or not. No,
2: my wife and I own the company and my mm-hmm. next two, my uh, Stephen and Matthew, two of my sons, will take it over from us. Maybe six to eight years from
0: that. Wow, that's fantastic.
2: Do do they know that? They do know that. They (laughs) accept that. You think
0: they're going to be ready in six to eight years? I
2: think they'll be ready in two to three years.
0: Really? Oh, you're a lucky man. That's a wonderful thing to leave on to somebody.
2: I've got a little
3: longer before I can do anything like that. Mine are a little younger. Mm,
0: Yeah, we're going to need to groom a little bit longer for that process. All right, so Zachary, I need a marketing uh, industry definition. Okay. What is the actual definition of a sign?
3: Though The the, the things that people take for granted. Um, Technically, a sign is is defined as any kind of visual graphics that's created to display information to a particular audience. So that's a very complicated definition for
0: like a gang sign yeah
3: so well no that's that's a different i don't know time. does this mean anything it's Am a different I gonna kind of sign. so um so any kind of visual graphics that are created to display information to a particular audience now th- those graphics can be letters photos drawings um, the important element to remember is that we're talking about displaying so in 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 modern terms We don't call a TV or a computer monitor a sign, but technically it is because it is a display, um, and it's using graphics to display things. Um, So you wouldn't say that you have a sign on your desk that is attached to your computer, but technically that is what it is. So... There you go. Uh, we utilize signage. Uh, signage is industry speak for using a sign. Uh, we use it in several different ways. Uh, in marketing, we use it to identify things, to uh, instruct people, to, to educate people. We use it to stir up emotion, and we use it to just generally communicate uh, to other folks.
0: Okay, so what I'm going to do now, I'm going to share a little bit of signage history
3: Oh, back in the day. Wow.
0: Yeah. Are you guys ready? We are. I'm going to see if I can surprise Don with my vast knowledge that I'm going to be using my iPad for help. out. <laughs> because <laughs> I don't memorize. And that's the glue. Okay. While people take it back to cave drawings when man first learned how to communicate visually, most associate the introduction of the sign to the Roman and Greek era. So between 3000 BC and 500 AD... This period is also known as antiquity, the age of antiquity. During this time, philosophy and science were in development, and education and enlightenment were all the rage. Yeah,
3: that's when there was Plato and all those philosophers. So great. So great, yeah. Yeah.
0: Socrates. Signs were developed as a way to communicate with illiterate people through imagery. Signs used imagery to identify businesses like blacksmiths, taverns and etc
3: yeah people illiterate people because people general population did not read no actually it was
0: considered quite of an affluent thing if you were if you were educated if you had tutors if you had people to train you on reading and writing because not everybody could do that most people couldn't do that but after the dark ages in 1389 king richard iii of england decreed that any businesses that sold ale must have a sign in front of their building.
3: Alcohol has been a problem in society for a long time. <laughs>
0: After that, businesses started using colors, designs, and logos, and things like that. And they, the signs became much more ornate. Mm-hmm. And by now, they were made of hand-carved wood, wrought iron, and gold leafing. And then in the 18th century, we had new technologies like gas lighting, the printing press, and electricity this started to uh, be utilized in making the signs as well. Mm-hmm. And then we had the 19th century with plastics being invented. And then here in the 20th century and now in the 21st century with digital, signs have grown into an over $50 billion a year industry. And that industry is home to Don Coughlin.
3: woo <laughs> Don, what
0: are some of the changes that you've seen in signage throughout your career? The well, vast decades.
2: <coughs> well, the eight career. years. Oh, right, right. That's okay. That's okay. I mean, you, we've seen its significant change in how it's being used. Because the way I look at it is that any surface that has a graphic on it is a sign. So last year, Atlanta hosted one of the biggest events in the world. Do you know what that was?
0: Super Bowl.
2: The Super Bowl. Yes,
0: I went. I went now, the- if
2: you went downtown... <laughs> You, also, you saw some graphics on some of the largest buildings in wow. Atlanta. Yep.
0: PepsiCo, um, I believe, of yep. the graphics that we saw. On the,
2: uh, on the Westin Peachtree Tower, which is an 80-story 80, 80 tall building, they had a 40-story tall Super Bowl trophy on that building. took someone three weeks on scaffolding to install it, and it was not us. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have the insurance See, for that. I don't do that either. So that, the building next to uh, Mercedes-Benz Stadium, Mercedes-Benz Stadium itself, the graphics, and it was the industry says it was about a $5 million project was which was temporary signs because it was taken down the week Man, after Man, that's the an Super expensive
0: investment. Wow. So it, it cost that much money to put it up and they just took it down. What do they do with something like that after? Throw it out. Are you serious?
3: Or, or re- repurpose it for something else. Find, you know.
0: They just throw away a 40-foot trophy? Yeah.
2: And think about it, though. There's a billion eyes on the Super Bowl when they oh, had yeah. the blimp flying over. They got so much advertising out of the Bud Light and everything else. Like That's why they do it. Oh, yeah.
0: I guess I just I just think of the waste. <laughs> you know, like, oh, what a waste. to throw away such a giant. Yeah, but yeah. I don't know. That's pretty cool.
3: Uh, well, if they can sell it on eBay, they probably will. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, well, you, you didn't do that, but what is the coolest thing that you've ever done?
2: Um, I would tell you that we've done a lot of cool projects. The coolest, though, is Atlanta is home to one of the most um, unique barbecues in the world called the Big Green Egg. It's headquartered here in Atlanta. Mm -hmm. Those of us in Atlanta know it, probably love it. I've got two at home. And they were moving their headquarters about five years ago, and they moved from Tucker, Georgia, over to Chamblee, Georgia. And it's right on the interstate, and uh, the owner of the company came to me and says, Don, I want the biggest green egg I can possibly have. (laughs) And he had a monument sign outside of his building, We did a 25 foot tall Big Green Egg that is right there on 85 and I know you guys
0: have seen this. If you're local, if you're in the Atlanta area and if you have been on 85, you have seen the giant green yep, egg. Yep,
2: coming
3: north towards the, the top of the perimeter is right there on mm-hmm. the left. There's
0: a, there's a sign, there's a giant piano. There's a piano, England piano There's is a
2: court, there. And there's also a Corvette on a pole. Yes. That's right. So so you've got a Corvette on a, a
0: pole, you've got a piano on a pole, and you've got the giant <laughs> green egg grill. Well,
2: the coolest thing about the Big Green Egg sign, though, is that it wasn't done traditionally. They actually had a print a picture taken of that and it was so well done high resolution that we were able to blow it up wow. to 25 feet and, and then emboss it embed it into the plastic of that sign so it's an actual picture oh, wow. at that size serious? yeah wow. and to finish off the effect they have on their building big green egg and the letters are backlit meaning they are lighted out the back with green LEDs to complete the big green egg effect. So,
0: and Don, didn't you tell me one time that you did a giant macaroni noodle?
2: We were uh, he we likes were home to do we giant were,
0: things. We I'll were home, that about We right.
2: were home to the Kraft macaroni noodle that was in town for um, the college football playoffs that they were putting it out at the college football playoffs and things like that. So we didn't actually make it, but we did install it. it. Was really cool. <laughs> it's, it's a
0: giant macaroni noodle. What else can you do? Anyway, super awesome. Very cool.
2: Now I wanna talk to you a little
3: bit about the process that we go through in developing a sign uh, from a marketing agency standpoint. So we have strategies that we have developed for our clients that usually last an entire year. Now, that this piece of signage may be part of that strategy or it may have come up in the middle of the year as an add-on project or expanding or some opportunity that jumped up in the middle. Uh, if that's the case, uh, I'll develop out the strategy based on my uh, interactions and thoughts that I've had uh, with the client. I'll go and I'll you know measure the space where we want to have it, I'll usually uh, Um, photograph the space uh, where the sign is going to end up up. and then I will come over to Jennifer who is my go-to person for making all things happen and I'll say hey this is my idea I want a sign for uh, this reason I want it to be this size I want it to fit in this space and I want it to function like this Uh, then I'll say Find out if that's possible and how much it will cost. Uh, And then basically I I turn it over to her.
0: Yes, make it so. I am the Jen of all trades. And I will do some quick research so that I know what I'm talking about and what I am looking for before I contact the vendor, Pinnacle Custom Signs. So I will call up Pinnacle and I'll say, hey, I'll call up Joanne and or Don. Don's usually the number guy. Joanne is the person I talk to all the time. She's fabulous. So I will call up Pinnacle and I'll say, hey, I'm looking to make a sign that does this, here are my ideas, is it even possible? Um, What are the materials and the technology that is currently available to make it happen? 90% of the time, Don says, well, yeah, I can make anything happen. Then the magic question is, how much will it cost? And then they do some research on their end and come back and tell me with what can be done and what it would cost to make that happen. Don, do you want to expand at all on what happens at on your end at this point when I'm uh, asking you for costs?
2: Yeah, and- I would say that. You know, one of the things we want to know is: it a permanent sign, is it a temporary sign? Because that might change the materials that we use. If it's a temporary sign, obviously it'll be less expensive materials. If it's going to be a show play, a showcase in their lobby, like it's going to be an identity sign for that business will have more high-end uh, materials like acrylic and metals and things like that. So it's actually a piece of art that shows up in their lobby. Sure. So it's really what's the application of it, how long it's going to be up there. It's going to be indoor, outdoor, right. things and, like that. And, you know, some of the more basic stuff that, you know, we all forget about is, okay, it's going on a wall. Well, what kind of walls? The brick walls? Yeah, a- how do you oh, want sure. to
0: attach said sign?
2: Right. So. I mean, I
0: have to tell you from just the design standpoint, because I've been doing business with vendors like Don for so long, I have to have my ducks in a row before I call them because there are a million questions that go along with it, as far as just even mounting the sign, how you want the sign to be lit, sure. or maybe not lit at all, indoor, outdoor, materials used, all that stuff.
3: And one of the the bigger things I think is that technology in the signage industry is constantly changing, and there's things. Oh, this is available now, and this is something now we can do this, and and. I don't know what all of that is until I talk to him. And he's like, oh, there's this new thing that you can do. It's blah, 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 whatever it is.
0: Yeah, Uh, because really at the end of the day, just like we always say to our business owners, um, you you need to stay focused on what it is that you do best. And one of the things we as an agency know is how to utilize our vendors when we have to have them. Like right now, Reformation Productions does not have any giant printing presses. I don't own a Don. I don't own a Joanne, but I do have one in my pocket. And um, so I leave it up to their expertise to answer those questions. And then once I have my answers, I go back to Zachary with the budget. And if he approves the budget, then I will do a mock-up of what the sign might look like. And then I turn that into Zachary.
3: Yep, so uh, at that point I have the the budget and I have the mock-up and I have to go get it approved by the client. Because the client always gets the final say-so with, with whatever it is that, that we're doing. So Jennifer and I will go back and forth making tweaks and adjustments on the design to get it exactly the way that we need within the allotted budget. And then I will go to Jennifer and I'll say, okay, it's a go. Make it happen.
0: Yeah, okay. It goes then, back to your court. Right.
3: It's a big basketball game. You'll see
0: like a a pattern here where he's like, you know, ideas, ideas, ideas. I have no idea how to make it happen. Make it happen. And then I just have to come up with the logistics of it. But then so what I do is I design out all the elements within the specs provided by the sign vendor. Um, They might tell me they need something in vector format. They need something in a a saved format of some sort. Colors, outlines, things like that. Then I provide them with a mock-up of what it will look like and the print-ready artwork. I want to show them what the finished product is going to look like, what, what I envision it to look like when it's all done so that they can match my vision as closely as possible. And then I talk with Don's, Don's team to schedule when the sign will be produced and installed. And then they take it from there. Do you want to add anything? Yeah, that I would point?
2: say that, you know, production is very important. It depends on if we've worked with your client before, you know, from your standpoint. Sometimes it's a new client of yours and they have a very specific color that they want to mm-hmm. hit. I have five printers in my operation. Each one of them hits a different color red. Pretty <laughs> pretty close, but sometimes, like Coca-Cola needs Coca-Cola red, and yes. Home Depot that is a Home Depot happy. orange, right? So if you had a customer with a specific color that they needed, we would do a test print for you, and you'd come down, and take a look at it, and either approve it or take it back to sure. the client. You know, We want to make sure that before we produce wholesale, wholesale, that we know what it's like. That's very important on a lot of signs. But it's critical on vehicle wraps because see, yeah. vehicle wraps happen on a t- special type of vinyl that is very porous. So the colors on, a, on, on the vinyl on a vehicle wrap is a whole lot different than the colors on a vinyl on a, on a, on a piece of vinyl going on the wall. So that's the sort of stuff we do. You know if we know it's going to be pretty simple, we've got the, the, the print ready artist going on a poster board or something like that. We'll just rip it and go. you know if it's something that's yeah. going to be special, Uh, we want to make sure that you guys know what you're getting before we get it to you for that standpoint.
3: Sure. Now there's, yeah, you mentioned Coca-Cola red. There's, there's certain um, colors that um, are described in Pantone codes Uh, and we can give you that Pantone code and uh, it's, it's not even the, the, it looks different on this printer and this printer and this material and that material. It looks different on our, on our monitors. So, Color management is its own animal that you kind of have to, to track down for sure. Yes,
0: Zachary said something very specific. Here's your one little tiny nugget for all of you guys listening. Never trust your monitors. No. <laughs> Do not trust your computer monitor for color because light shines through a computer monitor which alters the color. I'm a graphic designer, tell, trust me when I tell you that you can have a color that looks so great on the um, on a computer monitor And one monitor looks different than the next, and it looks different when it's printed out, and there's a difference between RGB color and CMYK color. When
3: when we decide on, um, when we're developing a brand and we decide on a client's colors, we have a a Pantone book that's printed out, uh, and it's been certified that these colors are these numbers. And when you put that, you can even scan it and put it in in your computer, and it's going to look different. Um, Now, when you start printing it on plastic, you know that's why somebody like Donna will match that color, uh, if we tell them specifically what the what the color is, because you know. it's it's a science project, yeah. right? Trying to figure out what what's you know how much of this is going to make it look like it's supposed to look.
0: It's all about the canvas, absolutely. And then um, after I get through production, and uh, you know maybe I have had a a up or I'm sorry a, a sample sent to me that I approve. I think everything's going well. We go ahead and we set the schedule for the um, installation. And then uh, I go out and I meet with the installation team to ensure that everything goes up as it's supposed to. I answer any final installing questions, you know, um, know, hopefully everybody's got their stuff together, but maybe we have to run to Home Depot to get something we didn't know we had. We didn't understand, you know, it's up to me and the sign company to make sure that if a sign is going outside, you know, for example, that there's no uh, regulations or um, HOA codes or problems with, you know, putting a sign up, making it visible from the street, things like that. Um, Anyways, uh, so I just have to make sure that I answer any final questions and I have the final approval when the sign goes up and I have to make sure it looks as well as I want it to.
3: Yeah, and they'll usually ask, just because before they put it up on the wall, they want to make sure this is where you want it and they'll go, "This right? In in other words, your fault if it's not. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> exactly and i mean we've had um i've had outdoor signs put up um which can be quite challenging because you know you qu- you don't if you're putting a sign up on top of a building or near the roof of a building you're never quite sure what the material is up there if it's going to be something that simple nails go through or if something else is going to be required until the guys get up on the ladder and they figure that out some of that is a little bit work as you go and then there have been interior signage or vinyls put on walls or some just interior signs uh, uh, like bolted to the wall. And all those things are pretty easy. But still, they put it up, they place it. So we all have to step back and look at it make sure. <laughs> and then the, the, they put it up, they smooth it out, and everything looks great. Am I missing anything with installation you want to add?
2: No, I think you are uh, absolutely hit the nail on the head because it's uh, <clears throat> it is a guessing game as to where exactly it's going to go. It could be exactly where it is on the proof. That we mm-hmm. have for you, but
0: sometimes it's
2: not. We want to make sure, and you know, going from the proof paper to the actual physical sign and installation nine times out of ten it's going to be pretty pretty similar right but then we have that tenth time that we've all experienced yep. that it's not similar yep.
3: there's not a stud here I don't know what to tell you I didn't build the wall <laughs> the outside of
0: the I've experienced a, a time when the outside of the building was not um, even. So in order for these letters to be put on posts to protrude away from the building, the posts all had to be different sizes because yeah. it wasn't even. And that was a nightmare because I didn't know that until we got up there. And, <laughs>
3: uh,
2: yes. With, I'm sure you've had some installation nightmares. Well, we, we do. It's it's very interesting how it happens sometimes. And some of the uh, our biggest customers are the ones that are the, are the biggest issues because you know, like they want to do an installation at State Farm Arena, right, downtown mm-hmm. in the customer might be the Hawks, right? Sure. And think of all the graphics on the concourses, right? And sometimes they really don't care as long as it looks good from a distance, and sometimes they're checking out the seams on each one of the panels that goes up, right? So you got to make that's sure stressful. that. Huh? It is stressful for other people, not me, because I'm back at the office while they're doing the install. <laughs> that's, that's
0: how you get to be the Don. So,
2: but, you know, it also, it, it's also interesting from an install standpoint where, you know, things aren't what they seem. Right. And, you know, and this is one thing that we'll never do anymore is customer will say, I got a wall. It's X by X. I want to sign on that wall. Right. And you're like, uh, OK. Are you sure about that size? Yeah. OK. Make the sign. Guess what? The sign's bigger than the wall. Oh, because the customer didn't know how to use that yellow thing that comes out of the thing. <laughs> and, you know, what is this?
0: My, but I have an app on my <clears> iPhone that told me it was Yeah. This.
2: We did that three years ago. We'll never do it again. You yeah, we're going yeah. to go get final measurements, right? How frustrating
0: Frustrated. is
2: that? Well, especially when the customer says, well, you, you made the sign, sign the wrong size. It's like, but you told us yeah, to make it the, it the size, size. You
3: told us to, right. Yeah, make it, when it comes to things like this that are going to be physical, you have to make sure that the details are nailed down. For mm-hmm.
0: sure. I, had a, I worked for um, a client one time, this was many years ago, not with Don. And um, this particular client wanted his logo on a window, like a storefront glass window, and it was tinted, heavily tinted windows. George's sun streaming through heavily tinted windows. And he wanted his logo in vinyl on the window. His logo is a navy blue. And I recommended that he maybe use a white logo instead of a navy blue, but the client was adamant that he wanted his color, his specific Pantone blue, and so at one point, you know, at some point, you're thinking to yourself, this is not going to show up. And I, I pled my case and he was, he was sure it was going to be fine. So then call a sign company and sign company looks at me like I've grown a third eye, like is Right. But right.
3: you do realize that navy blue is not going to show up against a dark tinted yes. window. <laughs> uh,
0: so the moral of the story is navy blue does not show up on a dark tinted window. <laughs> so, yes, the sign ended up going up and uh, came down two days later and a white one was put up instead. I don't want to toot my own horn or anything, but toot, toot. You know what I mean. Um, but yeah, so the sign company knew right away. Um, but this particular sign company wanted—I guess they just wanted to be rid of the client. Client was kind of a headache, so they were kind of just willing to give him whatever he wanted, and they ended up having to redo the order anyway. Um, but yeah, knowing your knowing your canvas is really important to knowing to having some clue as to how the design will turn sure. out.
3: Sure. Most of the time when we talk to uh, to clients, they go. I want something, but they don't give us much headache about what it is. They have a, a feel that they want, or they have. There's a brand that we have to adhere to. But as far as the the, the technical um, parts of you know what type of sign and all that, that's usually left up left up to us as the creative people to say, this is what I think you should do, and then they kind of pick from whatever options uh, from an agency standpoint that they that we go from. Um, now, you actually deal with clients directly a lot, too, in which case that's you don't have a, a, a
2: go-between guy. We don't have a go-between <laughs> guy. My favorite uh, line from a customer who doesn't really know what they want is, make it pop. Oh, yes. <laughs> make it pop. What does make it pop mean? I, I you know? get the same
0: thing as a graphic designer. I want colors that pop. I'm like, what?
2: Okay. <laughs> so you
0: want everything to be green? I don't. I don't know what that means.
2: And it's interesting that Half of the time we'll send out the first proof, customer will approve it. We hit it nail on the head first time. And then sometimes we have seven revisions, right? And, and it, it just depends on the client, depends on the design, depends on how intricate it's going to be. Sure. Most of our designs that get redone um, are probably on vehicle graphics. Because if you think about vehicle graphics, it is basically wallpapering in 3D. Yeah, and that's
0: designing. An and designing.: I don't 3D. know how you guys get it right all the time. We had we had a, a client um, come through that needed a trailer wrapped, and so Don at, at his shop wrapped this trailer, and I made the design for it. And I was just like, Ooh! you know, I just crossed my fingers, and I'm like, I oh, hope it looks. <laughs> and as soon as I got that trailer back, I'm just amazed at how you guys do those. It's amazing to me.
2: Well, you know, it's it's a specialized talent. We have people that are certified in being able to apply that stuff. Like I said, it's wallpapering and three D. If you ever wallpapered. Sure. Mm -hmm. You know how difficult that can be, Mm -hmm. right? But there's definitely different techniques and tools. And then the design is important. We had one wrap that was provided to us by a client from another marketing company that will not be named. Not ours. No, that their design was done in 2D, right? Mm -hmm. And their pattern was, you know, rays coming out, right? So if you have rays coming out on one side and rays coming out on another side and then rays coming out on the back, will they ever line up? They'll right. never line up because you're doing it in 3D, right? And I'm like, you may not want to do it from that stand, from a design stamp, because when you get from one side to the back, one ray is going to be here, and one ray is going to be sure. there, there, and yeah, it's like, it's a mess. It, it gets to be a mess, but it looks good on paper.
0: And yeah, like that, that's <laughs> the thing people need to understand, is know your canvas, I can't say that enough. <laughs>
2: All right, so that's the process
3: that that we go through, and it's it'll be altered depending on uh what type of sign it is, but it kind of gives you an idea of the the general process that we go through. Getting a banner made doesn't involve uh you know on site installation uh, but you, you you get the point. We could kind of say, okay, you know like for example, this sign we can say we this Thank is guys. the design we want it printed on uh this material, and that's pretty much what it is. Uh, same thing with pop-up banners uh, you don't have to go on site to install any of those things but um, there's lots of different types of signs that require different things but that kind of gives you an idea
0: okay well then let's talk about the different kinds of signs that there are
3: oh okay well there are several different types of signs
0: oh do tell um, zachary
3: we have everything from plastic signs that just tell you where the restroom is to lighted signs that show you where the business is at nighttime. Um, and then we have uh, digital menu boards. When you go into a restaurant, you'll see backlit digital menu boards. Temporary banners to event banners and act outdoor activity signage. Uh, prop signs to uh, window signs to lobby signs. Uh, individual office signs. Cubicle signs. Signs for doors. I mean, there's so much that's, that's out there. Push yeah
0: <laughs> so much that's
3: out there uh and then like we mentioned earlier there's vehicle wraps and trailer wraps and, and that sort of thing uh and then of course there's yard signs there's still a lot of use for uh, for yard signs they're used a lot in um in uh, in real estate still we use them a lot for events yeah event uh, advertising there's uh event signage uh if you have a, a booth just about everything that's part of the booth, except for the hardware itself, is signage of some sort. So there's lots of different things. There's, uh, now there's, like you mentioned, so now the 21st century, there's digital signs. Uh, you can go down the, the interstate and see what looks like a TV on the, the side of, uh, on the side of the interstate but also in office there are uh, digital signs the bank has the you know the led that tells you what time it is there's lots of different digital signs as well and then of course there's neon signs cocktails and cocktails dreams. cocktails and dreams um neon signs were very uh very yes, prominent at some time open. yes <laughs> um and then uh there's a new one that we got i'm gonna show it to you
0: Ooh. All right, guys. guess this
3: is a hologram sign.
0: Okay, guys. I'm going to say this uh, again later, but for those of you that are only listening to us right now, this would be an opportunity for you to look at something. So, if you don't, yes. if you do not already subscribe to Straight Shot Podcast or are not watching it in video, you can always go uh, onto YouTube, Straight Shot Podcast, or you can um, download the app that's even better because we have bonus footage there for you or anywhere that you can get your podcasts that have video.
3: All right. So this is a hologram set. This is a little one. They make them much bigger and they make several different types. Uh, but I have one here that's kind of a gimmick and I'm going to figure out where to plug it in at. Yep.
0: You put it's it right in there. the hole. Yeah. Watch your fingers. Um, now Watch your, this everything.
3: here, we'll talk about it once I turn it on. All right. So what I would normally do is, is put this, it's made where it can hang on a wall. Uh, or you could put it on a stand. Uh, we use it at events. We put it on a stand, but I don't have that with me today. And it kind of makes a
0: Nemo. This is a Nemo,
3: but it kind of looks three D. Kind of uh, help me, Obi Wan. You're my only hope.
0: A little hologram, right? holographic. Yeah.
3: So um, it is quite loud. Uh, and there are some. I'm gonna gonna take this down now. We'll we'll show some video of what it looks like.
0: I always thought the signs like that are really cool if you um, have a product that you want to show or display in your lobby uh, of your business, like coffee mug or a t-shirt, or you want to just basically have like a three-dimensional model showing it off or something yeah. that's kind of
3: cool. Well, it's, it's, it's something that's um, relatively new. Uh, there's lots of, of different ways to do holograms uh, now, which is a display, so it counts as a sign. Um, And uh, there's several things you can do with with this one. We can put, um, um, we have the straight shot logo uh, flipping and we'll show you that here in the video. One of the things that you'll notice in the, uh, video while you're watching this is that you really have to be in the room to get the full effect of these. It's an in-person experience. If you, if you, when you what you're watching on the video is not going to translate to what the naked eye will see in a room because of the resolutions of the the camera uh, picking it up and the video and that sort of thing. If you notice when you look at it, um, it's 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 a, basically a family that has lights across it. And as it spins, those lights line up in a certain way. Um, so we can design um, anything from now open to, uh, to logos. We have the, um, the Apple logo that we can show you. Uh, and then things that are as intricate as the opening of our show on a TV set um so when you look at that you can see again visually you cannot see as well on the videotape as you could if you were in the room
0: no because Um, if you think about it the hologram um sign here is a bunch of lights you point a camera directly at a bunch of lights it's gonna it's gonna be yeah yeah um so that's why you're not gonna get the full effect but
3: but something that that's that's innovative um that's out there as well so yeah holograms Help me, Obi-Wan. You're my
0: only hope. Okay, well, on that note, um, (laughs) let's take a break to hear from our sponsors. And when we return, we'll talk about what signs do and how to make them perfect. We'd like to thank Pinnacle Custom Signs for sponsoring today's episode. Established in 2011, Pinnacle Custom Signs is a full-service sign company located in Gwinnett County. From lobby signs, to office signs, to outdoor signs, and more. Pinnacle Custom Signs, 678-714-8700. Pinnacle Custom Signs, the view is better from the top.
1: Straight Shot is brought to you by Reformation Productions, a full-service marketing agency in Atlanta, Georgia, helping companies promote and communicate their business in the most efficient and effective ways possible through straight-line marketing. Find out more by visiting reformationpro.com or call 678-825-8086. Reformation Productions. Think in straight lines.
0: Before the break... We were talking about all the different sign options there are out there. And there are a lot of sign options. But not only are there a lot of options, but there are also a lot of uses for signs as well. We talked a little bit about that when discussing the types of signs there are. But there are things that fly under the radar and things that people don't think about.
3: There are. So... um... Here are some clips from a recent trip to a Wendy's restaurant. So uh, look at all of the signage as we kind of uh, pointed out. You'll see there's a sign telling you who the restaurant is, where the entrance is. Uh, There's a sign here in the window telling you that they're hiring uh, what some of the latest items are to convince you to come in. You see Bacon Fest. Um, And as you get close, uh, you'll see there's a sign for what their hours are. Uh, one that's telling you that they offer delivery through DoorDash. Um, once inside, we have uh, the brand-related lobby sign. Then we have the changeable menu boards. Remember, we talked about digital menu boards. Uh, more try-the-latest-item signage. Uh, these are recurring, ever-changing signage. Whenever they have a, a new uh, promo item, they'll change those. Um, then there's uh, legal signage for permits and certifications and we have uh, the room and machine uh, identifications for bathrooms, ice machine, coke machine. Um, there's uh, informational signage for the nutrition content of the tea, uh, instructional signage for the drink lids and so forth. Uh, then there's support for the community. There's a high school mascot of uh, the town that, that we were in. There is so much here. There are more than 69 signs in the Jeez. front end of this location
2: alone.
0: That's nuts. Yes. Don, do you ever get asked to fill out an entire place at one time or is it usually just piece by piece?
2: No, we do. We, we've done complete turnkey operations before. You're right. There's a lot of them. Um, and depending on the, you know, depending on what it is, if it's a car dealership, a lot of signs in the car dealership, sure. Yeah, right? I bet there are, and a lot of signs in uh, in schools. We do a lot of work with uh, Georgia State University, other school systems. That not only do you have you know room one hundred and one, but you have directionals to that sign. You have the the uh, sure. logo of the university there. So, yeah, there's a there's a ton of signage that you're right flies under the radar, but it's visually there. Right.
3: Yeah. Take there's, for granted a lot there's of. There's a, a lot of things that that people don't don't think about, but people like us
0: we think, we about, think it. about
3: those <laughs> so <laughs> All
0: right now Zachary, let's talk about what makes a good sign. Give us the straight shot on today's episode. Okay,
3: what makes a good sign rather than just a crappy generic sign. Cra- crappy, sign. A, crappy uh, sign a good sign will do at least one of the following things, preferably more. So we want it to uh, identify, we want it to describe, persuade, brand, instruct, or be memorable. So lots of different things that we're going for when we're designing uh, a sign. So it can do one of those things or it could do multiple of those things. Now, what do I mean when I say it should do more than one thing? Well, if you take a simple bathroom sign, mm-hmm. right, uh, it can simply say bathroom. And it identifies what that room is and it's done its purpose as a sign. Or we could do more than one thing. It could also brand the the business. It could describe whatever is behind the sign more than just identifying. So three out of the five elements is better than one out of the five elements. Let let me show you an example. Um, This sign here simply identifies. It's a bathroom sign. Whereas this one does all the three things that I mentioned. So the question becomes which one is better. Let me see if I can actually show you this. Yes. Okay. So this uh, sign simply identifies. Yes. It's a perfectly good, perfectly generic bathroom sign, right? And then you have this one here which is at the Hooters down by the mall and as you can tell it does more than just tell you where the bathroom I is. I want
0: you guys to understand that Zachary went to Hooters to get these <laughs> photos. Just to get these photos. That's There's right. no other reason Zachary wanted to go to Hooters that day. They have
2: great wings. They have great wings.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, these are... The, the second ones here are much more um, creative. Mm-hmm. Uh, I They're, like that's they're cool. witty. That's so great. Um, you know, standing because you're male. Sitting because you're female. We have the surfer aspect. So why don't you brag about it? Because a lot of the... Uh, they, the stuff that's within the Hooters is surfer oriented. So and it's also in the branded colors. It's in orange. Um, so yes, th- again, uh, signs can can be more thought out than most people think. When people think I need a bathroom sign, and they go to Staples and they pick one up and they slap it on the side. I of their tell door, you what, I love a these little creative. different than these.
0: Yeah, I love these creative bathroom <coughs> signs. I think they're so great. I think it's just it's such a cool way to add a pop.
2: Well, you know, you talk, talk, talk about bathroom signs. Remember um, the advertising campaign from Kia that had the hamsters? Uh-huh. Oh, well, oh, yeah. But well, yeah. there were male and female hamsters. So at the Kia dealership here in in uh, Buford, all of Georgia Kia, we have one of the male hamsters on the male bathroom door, oh, that's and fantastic. the female nice are on the female yeah, nice about, good.
0: Oh, that's great. I love those. I just I, every time I go to a restaurant, I actually. Look up. Obviously, I've got to figure out which bathroom I'm going to. And so I like look up at the sign. But I always get such the biggest kick out of going into a restaurant that has, you know, ladies and gents. or Just something simple, you Seeing
3: how they've done something. It really makes a difference, I think. It
0: really sends a, a message about the personality of your business.
2: Have you ever seen a bathroom sign that was so unique that no one knew which bathroom was which? So they had to put up a piece of paper next to it that said... Gentlemen or ladies, because no one can figure Ooh, out. I've seen challenge that once accepted. Or twi- I will seen, Google that. I've seen it once or twice. Seriously, <laughs> that's
3: that's not unique. That's a mistake. That's a mistake. That's, that's, a wheel, it's that's, that's, that's design over function. Yes, correct. It, it's got to have both. Wow. <laughs> but there are some really interesting ones that are out there. This is one that I happen to remember, um, and so I did. I went down there specifically for this. Uh, me and my son yeah. did eat dinner. Oh, you but, and
0: your son. The boys' outing? Yes. Just to get restroom photos? Yes. Okay. So, yes, no, no, it's as, totally As believable. weird
3: as it would look to go to the, to the totally bathroom believable. with research, a camera.
2: Research for this
0: episode. That's right. Yeah, yeah a, okay, Don.
3: Get to write that dinner off, <laughs> Um All right, so now let's play a game.
0: Okay. What I'm Ooh.
3: going to do is I'm going to put some signs up on the screen. Do it. Uh, and let's see if we can figure out which of these six goals or elements of a good sign that they accomplished. So – um, again, audio listeners, you can see these on our YouTube page or wherever video podcast or show. You should
0: them. be downloading the app by now because you love us. But
3: we are going through uh, through visual things, and we're going to try to uh, to see again which of these uh, you know figure out which of the six elements of a good sign they are. So, just a reminder of the six goals for a sign: there is identify, describe persuade brand instruct and be memorable okay so let's have some fun
0: okay let's do it
3: now if you did any of these because <laughs> some of them are from around town feel free to toot your horn um,
0: all right so here's the first one oh my gosh i hope you did this one did you oh okay well
3: all right, so this one...
0: I love this, this one. This
3: one is Swanee Animal Hospital. What yeah. do we, what, what six elements do we see?
0: Well, it definitely tells who they are.
3: It does. It's unique. So it's it memorable.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep,
3: it's memorable. Yeah,
0: the little puppy hanging off the edge there. I mean, seriously. That's
3: my favorite part.
0: Yep. I, me too. Oh, so. no wonder why we're married. <laughs> and you know, it showcases the brand well. I mean, it shows you who the clients are. The clients are the mm-hmm. animals.
3: So it, def- it definitely tells you where the business is located, which is the first function of a a building sign. Um, It also tells you who they are, right? So they are um, Swanee Animal Hospital. Uh, It's descriptive. It tells you what types of animals that they serve. You do not see a moose up there on the wall. You're right.
0: You don't see a You don't see
3: a horse up there on the wall. I
0: don't see an alpaca either. That makes me sad. There's um, a lot of goats in Georgia. I'd really like to see a goat up there. Yep. So maybe they don't
3: do that. Um, So it's descriptive of the types of animals that they serve. It's also uh, showcases the brand. You can tell that they're playful and yet professional. Uh, And it's also, like Don said, it's also memorable because of of the creativity that's Mm -hmm. involved, particularly with with the, the Kilroy Was Here dog on the end.
0: I feel like, I know this is kind of a stretch, but I feel like if they would pay that much attention and put that much care into their signage with the animals on it there sure. that they would add that much care and attention to my pets. Sure,
3: it, you definitely get a, you think these people did this professionally. They love this. So you think more about the business. That's yeah. true.
0: I think all all businesses all should right, have. All right. So one.
3: that being said, let's move on to the next one.
0: So that one's a win.
3: All right. So with uh, with this sign let's talk about which one we're looking at. We're looking at attorney 770904. I'm going to take a stab
0: and said Don and Custom, oh. Pinnacle Custom Signs did not do this. <laughs> we did not do this. So. <laughs> okay. okay.
3: Um, so, what does this tell you?
0: There's a lot we could talk about on this whole thing here. Well,
2: tell me what it does tell you. Just what the business is as far as their function. Yes. Their function and how to contact them. And that's, and that's it. it.
0: That's it. So we it's don't. Like, Man, I'm looking for an attorney's.
3: It tells it tells us what kind of. But we don't know what kind of attorney. We just know that they're an attorney in general. It doesn't tell us, it doesn't even tell us who it is. Uh We don't even know the name of the company. Um, So where the business is doesn't matter because you don't know who it is. So I like the bottom right side.
2: What is that?
0: (laughs) That's what I'm saying. There's a lot we can talk about on this. That's a
3: landlord not taking the previous sign there. Yeah, okay. So there's no branding whatsoever uh, on this sign. Uh, and it's not memorable, at least not in a positive way.
0: Yeah, no. I would rather have the website. So at least that way, instead of the phone number, because at least that yes. way I could Google them, you know what I mean, and figure out who right. they are.
3: So if you need an attorney, period, you just can call general, this guy.
0: Not only an attorney, but an attorney's.
3: Because
0: so. there's more than one there. Fail. Right.
3: Yep, so that one's a failure.
0: Wah, Next one. Wah. Oh my goodness. Naked
3: waitress flirt with you. Isn't naked waitresses
0: says? flirt with you. That is sort of what it says. The <laughs> naked wait well the naked truth about waitresses is that they only flirt with you to get a bigger or better tip. tip.
3: <laughs> Correct.
0: And then there's a giant you know what I like about this sign besides everything? Is that it tells you where the entrance is, probably. <laughs>
3: it does. Right here.
0: <laughs> right?
3: That reminds me of the, the, the baby onboard shirts that moms used to wear.
0: You know what's funny is, and I don't know if, well, no, I'm sure Don doesn't have this problem. But, like, I know for me as a designer, whenever I get challenged with having to create a vertical sign like that, it always stresses me out because, uh, you know, the dream is to always have something landscape or square because then you could put, like, the most amount of text on it. When you have a vertical sign like that, it's always a little nerve-wracking because you can only really get one or two good words on it. The rest is hard to read. So for them to do it this way, it was cheeky, and I like it.
3: All right, so it tells us where, obviously. It tells us who, O'Donovan's Irish Pub. Well, you can do the accent better than me.
0: Oh, Don, uh, oh, what is it? O'Donovan's oh, Irish Pub.
3: There you go. <laughs> uh, uh, it lets you know that their brand is Playful. Right, because of the content and the, well, the, we have. the words that Irish. are there. It's very memorable. If you saw this, you would definitely uh, remember what it was that you saw. So this one is a win. It's also huge.
2: It's probably against code. It's <laughs> <laughs> Don't know. It's details, details. Yeah. Why
0: is he spoiling the fun? <laughs> Don't Don't know police right here. You know what it doesn't have? It doesn't have how to contact them, though. I guess it just has you the giant arrow. You, that walk says, in arrow. you can yep. come into the shop this way. Yep. Park here. That's the other one that they need. Park here.
3: All right. So let's look at the next one. What do we think of this one?
0: Oh, that one's cool. I, I like it. it. God, that's very, it's just so colorful. I like it.
2: So it tells you what they do. Yep.
0: Mm-hmm. It makes you want to go there. Look at it. I mean, look, it makes sure you want to go to bulkcandystore.com.
3: It does. So it tells you it tells you where they are, right? This is where their brick and mortar store is. Now I understand that you can't see the store that's next to the side in the picture. Uh, but it also tells you their website. Right? I wonder what their store looks Bolt like. com.
0: Was their storefront really cool looking? Do you know? No, I do not know. It was like a boring store. Um,
3: okay. But it, it obviously, it tells you who they are. Mm-hmm. Um, and it tells you the types of products that they have, which is both tempting and persuasive. If you if you were going down the street, and you saw this, you might get a jonesing for one of those <laughs> sweeties also, that are up there.
0: It's also kind of nostalgic in a way too, because with, with the, the lollipops and the dots yeah. and stuff, Mike and Ike's. I mean,
2: it's throwback. Yeah, yeah, it's a
0: little it's throwback, throwback, and it kind of it appeals to people that are older as well.
3: It shows that the uh, that their brand is colorful and creative, um, and the instructions from the sign are assumed. Stop here to get this stuff right. So.
0: It makes me want to lick it.
3: Uh, it is quite <laughs> Dude, memorable.
0: How many people do you think have licked it?
3: If, you, need if a you, lot, you
0: need a ladder to get up
2: there.
3: Yeah.
0: I would climb to lick that.
3: But it, if you the were going... berries
0: taste like snozberries. If
3: you were going down the street and you were trying to give anybody directions in that area, you would mention this as a landmark. Yeah, kind of like lollipop. the big chicken. You remember the big
0: chicken? Yes. Everybody remembers the big yep. chicken.
3: Turn left at the big chicken. Same sort of thing. So talk Turn right at the lollipop. Talk of the town.
0: That's cool. Next like one. It. I've never seen a sign like that. That's cool.
3: Oh, this one's a billboard sign.
0: They have gotten pretty creative in recent years, billboards. They
3: have. Um, so this one, what does this one tell us?
0: Don, do you guys do billboards as well?
2: We do not do billboards. It's the only sign that we do not do.
0: Because I think that's like a special, special it is companies specialty. do that. Yeah, they,
2: it's actually the billboard companies are or more into the advertising into it. So you have some of the larger companies, some of the outdoor sure. media companies do that.
0: Gotcha.
3: So this one tells you who it is,
0: right? Mm-hmm. It's Edna Adina. Realty. Edna Ad, Ad, Realty. I, I read Edna, it's but I guess it. It's Ed you need.
3: Um, so it tells you, tells you why. Why should you choose them? Well, they're helping 23,000 buyers a year into new homes. So they have a track record. So they're telling you why you should use them. It's relatable. If you've ever had to move, you've seen all of those boxes marked kitchen, living room, whatever, right? Um,
0: Except we all know that one of those boxes is spelled horribly wrong. And then there's cross out, you know, no, it used to be bad, but now it's living room. <laughs> well,
3: it says gen stuff. Repurposed boxes. Um, uh, it so does,
0: is that flat?
3: No. No, it's What's 3D. 3D. Okay. Yeah. Uh, now, what it does not do is it does not tell you where.
0: No, it, it doesn't, doesn't have te-
3: te- no. There's no contact information. No. Uh, it doesn't tell you where. Uh, it does make to get you want to all. Google
0: it, though, mm-hmm. to try to get the contact information. Um,
3: but it, it is it is memorable because it's creative. So yeah, so let's look at another one here.
0: I tell you what, I stop every time and look at the cows, like especially when they're three dimensional or the Georgia Aquarium. The aquarium has gotten,
2: the Aquarium is cool signs. Yeah, yeah, with yeah, the with
0: the I don't know is it. Plastic or whatever the... It's going
2: to be foam or plastic.
0: Okay, with the animals protruding out, whether it's the cows or the... All
3: right, so, so what do you think of this one? Uh, David Littlejohn.
0: <laughs> but on the outside, I'm really big. Okay.
3: Um, well, it tells you, it tells you where, mm-hmm. right? This is our office. It tells you who.
0: Yep.
3: It also describes what they do. Smart eye care, quality eye care, mm-hmm. right? And the design is smart and it's professional. So it kind of gives you a feel for how the the people in the business are gonna be uh and it's also somewhat memorable with the glasses on top um and so uh yeah, it's a nice piece
0: I feel like the one we just saw before was very um like um ornate you know in design, a high mm-hmm. design. this one is very simple, but I think it's it's it simple but volumes. it's smart, yeah, yeah,
3: it's very smart design
0: doesn't need much really you just need you just need to know what what you need to. You just need to know what you're selling or who your target is.
3: All right. here's Oh, a, goody. More of these. Here's another one where you rented a space in the shop.
0: Yeesh. Uh, a all. sushi dentist. So, I was just looking for a sushi so dentist.
3: The one that we're talking about in this is dentist, let alone the fact that it looks like sushi dentist. Yes. Which is is a very we, valid We can point. even
0: move that little yellow thing over to sushi because um, it's the same problem. So,
3: again, it's a dentist. It doesn't tell you what kind of dentist. It's a
0: sushi um, dentist, clearly. <laughs>
3: uh, it doesn't tell you who, right? There's no company name. It just says dentist. Um, so that brings us right back to where we were with the attorneys, where it doesn't matter where they are if you don't know who they are. There's no branding whatsoever, and it's not memorable whatsoever. It also so, makes
0: me wonder what they're hiding.
3: Oh, that's not good. So this one is, um, is going to be a fail as well. Wah, wah, dun, wah, dun. Blah, 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 blah. So, the interesting thing is, this is the same business. Oh,
0: wow. So. That's good. They've and, improved there's yep, wait, yep. Don, you so, didn't do this, did you?
3: Did the one next to it. Did you really? Cubatory.
0: Oh, nice. Well, that one's not on our list of failures. So, way to go.
3: <laughs> so, uh, the dentistry sign, you have the, the exact same issue. It is a little more descriptive, family and cosmetic dentistry.
0: Still, still, still know what you do. Still
3: doesn't tell
2: you who. It tells you where, but it doesn't tell you who. Well, I'll give you a little bit of... Or uh, why. Well, I'll give you a little bit of, of feedback on this. I didn't make the sign, but sure. a lot of people in industries like this want to spend the least amount of money on signage. Oh, have sure. you guys heard mm-hmm. that? So no, they want but I've sign? heard this.
0: Yeah. I've, I've recognized the same type of thing from like tax
2: people. Right. They'll just
0: have taxes. You on have
2: them. dentist travel. I mean, we yeah, had... Sure. And you see cleaner... Right yeah. and and so they Who don't want they don't want to be descriptive about it because they don't want to spend money on signage they don't see signage as advertising their business it's almost like shame on you dentist you know, sort of like they have to have a sign up because their lease says they have, they have, to, have to have a, a sign, sign up, up. Yeah. Oh,
3: so
0: it's just a oh. so,
2: which is well, interesting. hey They're if you have to up. have
0: a sign you might as well have a good one yeah dentist. I know right
3: uh, but yeah you're right some of the the ones that I've seen worse are tax travel for travel agency um, dentist uh, and then, uh, you mentioned another one cleaners. cleaners. Yeah. Those are, those are probably the biggest culprits. And I tell you what, if I'm trying to find a dentist and you can't make yourself stand out any more than this, I am not choosing you. Yeah. Same thing with, with any of the other ones. It, I mean, there has to be a reason why I'm going, why am I choosing your shop?
0: Yeah. I don't think people want generic dentistry. If I'm, if someone's gonna be messing around in my mouth, I want to know their first name. So,
2: <laughs> so move it on further. <laughs> Away from my son.
0: No, it's not. <laughs> what is it? C- Cubatory. Cuba- Cubatory. Cubatory. That is a good sign. Do you see the good sign right next to it? That, that was done by Pinnacle Custom Signs, located no. just inside Hall County.
3: <laughs> now, did you do the, uh, the graphics that are in the windows as well? Oh, we did as well. Yes. yes.
2: So, yes.
3: so here's the next one. This one's Johnson Creek. What does this one tell you?
0: Crossroads with the future. That's your mission. So, Is it a town? Is it a church? I don't. It is a community
3: center. I I think it's it's either
0: yeah.
3: it's either a, a, a town um, where it's telling you the name of the town right. or it's the name of a um, like a subdivision.
2: One yeah, it's probably part of a town.
0: Yeah, I was guess. gonna say it's yeah.
3: yeah. But it tells you where. It tells you who. It showcases uh, their mission. Crossroads with the, a future, right? Um, it's informative to the community, uh, and it does tell you a bit about the town. It's it's very community-related. It's not cheap. It's modern. It's informative to tell people um, you know, what's going on. I'm sure that uh, the lettering on that sign changes with whatever dates going on, events, and so forth.
0: I bet it's like a city hall or something maybe for the town.
3: Could
0: be. But it is quite fancy. It's nice.
3: Donuts. All right. What about this one? And this one we're talking about the donuts. Now, we could talk about pain management also, but right now we're
2: going to talk can about... We, can, real quick, though. Did you do either of these? I did not. And that's oh, okay. ter- so I, I will tell you from an um, expert standpoint, Yes. terrible placement of the sun. Can we
0: talk about that? I, I come am... On. I,
2: Donut, I'm assuming donuts is underneath that awning. Yes. And pain management. Where the heck is that? <laughs> I think pain management used to have both sweets and couldn't afford to keep both sweets. It sold looks it off like it's suites. flirting with
0: donuts. It like, it used, like it was centered over the awning at one point and then it just kind of moved over and was like, hey.
3: It's donut pain management.
0: It's just, it's, All right. it's not even like... It's so not centered in any way, it okay. makes me crazy. So
3: let's we have the same issue that we had with the other ones with uh, with donut well actually with both of them, but with donuts specifically. It tells you where it is. it tells you what it is. It doesn't tell you who. and there's no branding on it uh, the whatsoever. Only,
2: the only thing I'll say about donuts versus pain management. Mm-hmm. Is at least the font's a little bit fun, right? Right, it is it's true.
0: And actually, good I've point. been in that particular establishment, and it's J and J Donutsers. I can't remember what it is. I, I don't know. <laughs> it's not on the. They signs. couldn't
2: afford J and J. Apparently, <laughs>
0: whatever it is, is not a whole lot of letters that they needed to buy. But yeah, I you're right. I would have loved to have just seen a little bit more signage because the the colors are good and it lights up at night. And it, um, it has a great font. So to Don's point, it, if they would have just continued a little bit more and had the actual name of the company, it would have been a great little sign.
3: Yep. So this one, good place or not, signage-wise, fail. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All
2: right. So <clears throat> here's the next one. What do you think of this one? So the reason why these signs exist is because there are laws and rules on the pesticides and fertilizer put down on the on the on the ground, and those are not the only purpose of those signs is to meet a government standard. Really, they do some advertising, obviously, because it's on. They there. do. Yeah. Right. It's a good opportunity, good opportunity since they have to do, to so, do so, it. but they sure. have to do this as a as a matter of law.
0: Well, then this is a very good example of utilizing the space that they have to use anyway. Right. Yes. Making the
2: most. Out of it. I would agree with you. So what this
3: one does. Is it tells you, um, tells you what, right? It tells you where. It's instructional. It tells you on the back, uh, which is probably the legal part that you're talking about. Stay, keep off lawn. Keep no children. That sort of thing. Um, it also persuades, which is why they put their name on it. If you like this lawn, call us. And it gives a contact right? information, which exactly. is
0: important. Oh, so, yeah.
3: Very good usage of a sign there.
0: Yeah, because I mean we do see lawn care, um, landscaping trucks, uh, maybe that are car wrapped or the trailers are wrapped. We see them about running around town and everything. But really, the best um, word of what do you call it? The best advertising for these companies is to see a beautiful lawn. Sure. So when you're at the lawn of somebody of your neighbor that you're jealous of, put your flag put in it. Put that flag yeah. in it.
2: Yeah, and and yeah. that's it's important too. You know, you talk about this type of sign or vehicle wrap, um, and you guys probably know Stort Pro Air right they've got sure. 60 vehicles and we've wrapped all of them right oh, wow. so about two and a half years ago what they have on the back of their van they had their logo they had the services they provided and they had a air conditioning unit okay okay an air conditioning unit on the back of their van that's what they want that's what they like so they want to prove that they install i think they install carrier air conditioners right sure so finally they hired a marketing person that said you know what do you provide yeah you provide this machine but is it like comfort in the home? And if you look at a stort vehicle now, I can tell which ones were wrapped nineteen excuse me two thousand and sixteen prior or two thousand and seventeen sure. post because they're putting images on it. Whether it's a mother and child or right. a kid with an airplane or whatever, so it's a more of an emotional connection to what Absolutely. they're doing versus a functional connection to what they're doing. So,
0: Good. Zachary has said it time and time again. People buy stuff off of emotion. More right. than just function and need.
3: Right. And all that should go into anything that you do, signage or, or anything else. Now, uh, one of the, the worst things that could happen, and we've talked about a lot of bad things in, in those signs, but one of the first worst things that could ha- happen with signage is if they say something in addition to what they were intended to say. So let's see if we can figure out what these next few are saying to us as a viewer Aside from the elements of a good sign. Oh. So
0: <laughs> let's
3: talk about the blue one first. What does that say to you outside of?
0: <laughs> it says ownership. It's <laughs> it, it, it says what? It's ownership. It's apostrophe S. Yeah. It's the signs and lettering.
3: All right. So what, what this one tells me is that you can't trust them to proof. Your sign, correct. Yes, your, your own
0: right. artwork before you send it to them.
3: Um, so yeah, this happens a lot, not only in signage, That's but their also own sign.
2: It is their own sign.
3: It happens a lot in print too, where you have things that are not proofed, misspelled, wrong punctuation, and it makes you look bad to the viewer, to the consumer. Yeah, it does. Um, now, if you are a sign company. <laughs> That did a sign like that. Dead That's even worse.
2: Dead giveaway.
3: All right. Now, the one on the left, the point that I want to make about it is this. It may not be on the left in the video. Um, the one that says medical supplies. This is a temporary sign. It's a banner that has been up there on the side of this warehouse.
0: i are not sure if they want to renew their lease. The problem
3: is, well, that's true. The other thing is, we happen to know this has been up there for months and months and months.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Which makes me look at it and go, I do not want to buy medical supplies from somebody that's too cheap to put up a sign. I'm going to need you to commit. So uh, that's another, again, with people trying to cut costs, don't try to make a temporary sign a, positive, uh, a permanent sign. It makes you look bad. Yeah. Um, if for some reason you you know you're going through with the the city and you're trying to figure out what all the rules are and that sort of thing, it makes perfect sense for you to use a temporary sign uh, until until you can get a real one. But don't try to make do. Don't try to make yeah, do. yeah.
0: Don't get too comfortable with that because it sends the message that you're not. Um, that you're not in, they're not gonna stay there. You look too temporary. Well, we do
2: have a saying in the business that a business with no sign is a sign of no business. Right? So nice. well, they don't have a sign, you know, so uh, yeah, we had a, uh, you guys might be familiar with a restaurant downtown in, on, on Buford Highway in Buford. Okay. Uh, you know where the Jimmy John's is today, right? Mm-hmm. Before that, it was the Red Sky Cafe. Okay. Remember that? There was a restaurant there between those two. Do you know what the name of it was? Mm-hmm. You know why? It never, never had a sign. No, there was one there for six months.
0: Why would you?
3: I have went
2: and, I went and met with some very smart people. I said, "You got to have a sign. It's not in my budget. When I eventually start making money, I'll put up it's a sign." That's Not how it works. No, it's not how it works. So uh,
3: we we get that all the time. We get that. I, I'm starting my business. I don't have any money for marketing yet. I'm like, well, then why are you I'm starting your business? business? <laughs>
0: yeah, it's yeah. amazing to me. If you don't tell people you're there. What's the point in being there? Nobody knows you're there. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. So.
3: All right. So that's the the last part of uh, the straight shot. So just make sure that whatever your sign is saying, that it isn't saying something negative about your business that you do not want it Yes, a bad to sign
2: is worse than no
3: sign. Absolutely. exactly. <laughs> and if you
0: have an opportunity to, um, kind of like the lawn care, if you have an opportunity to um, have a sign somewhere, maybe because you have to, use that space. Make the most of every opportunity that you have to advertise your business and sure. what you do and how people can get a hold of you and things like that.
3: All right, so before we go, I just kind of want to turn it over to Don for a minute. Is there anything that you
2: would like to say to the Straight Shot audience? Uh, yeah, what I would like to say is that, you know, in business that we operate in, um, trust the professionals, right? Sure. Um, you're listening to this podcast. You, If you work with Reformation, which we have, you know, extensively, they're professionals, right? They're not amateurs. That's what they do for a living, right? Right. We're a sign company. That's what we do for a living. You know, I might not know how to design, make, or install a sign personally, but I've got people on my team that know how to do that. And he does know how to boss people around. I do. I do. I yeah, do, I do it all the time. But, you know, go to the professionals. I mean, if you're trying to run a business, run the business. Stick to your knitting. If you're in a restaurant, get customers in the door. Don't try to do the books. Don't try to do Because if you are focused more on your knitting, then you can do everything that you want right as far as being a marketing professional or a sign professional or someone else that's what we do for a living and our you know both of our our functions is to generate more revenue for our clients because that's how they get right. ahead and how mm-hmm. we get ahead from that standpoint so trust a professional don't do it by yourself or don't trust an amateur to do the job that you need to get done so your business can flourish right
0: we look good when you look good <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah yep very true well thank you very much
0: well, Don, thank you so much for coming and hanging out with us today. And thank you, Straight Shot family. Uh, please don't forget to like or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And if you're on YouTube, click the little bell to get notifications of when we release new episodes. You can also download the podcast, which you should be doing because you love us. Mm-hmm, talking to you. <laughs> you can also sign up for text notifications by texting the word Reformation. To 90210. Nee, 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 nee. Nee, nee, nee. Really? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> you know why it's 90210? I know exactly why it's called because
2: that's where Beverly Hills phone number. I mean, it is, it, it is, was. but
0: why do we use it?
2: Because it was part of a TV show that was memorable. It's memorable. It's yes, memorable, that's exactly. Right. Because
0: everybody knows 90210. Or eight
2: six seven five three zero nine.
0: That's my phone number. Okay.
2: <laughs> <laughs> because she's Jenny. Jenny, Jenny.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm here all week, unfortunately. Um so anyway, in, uh, in the phone number part of your text message, type in 90210 and in the body of the text, just write in Reformation and you will be signed up to receive text messages. They will alert you to every time that we get together and talk about all these marketing tips yep. here on Straight Shot. And uh, like I said before, seriously though, you should download the podcast because we come out with really cool um, extra bonus features. Oh, you're talking
3: about the app. That really
2: you said oh, podcast. Yeah,
0: yeah, he knows me better than I do. <laughs> download Straight Shot app. Through your uh, phone's app store. And uh, and then that way you'll have access to all of our bonus features. Yep. Which are, we have some new they're ones coming also, out pretty soon.
3: They're also on uh, the Patreon page. So if you like what we do and uh, and support us on the Patreon page, the uh, bonus features are there as well. Yeah.
0: And they have, like, you know, you get little bonuses for helping us out. We'll give you shirts and oh, we've yeah. got little swag there for yeah. you. Yeah. Things yep. that we'll, I create in my spare time, yeah. you know. Mmm. Yeah. <laughs> That's good water. Anyway, so anyway, that's all we have today, guys. So thank you for coming out with us again. Thanks, Don, for playing with us. And I hope you come back and see us again and are part of our teaser, which he's just so great. Anyway, and uh, we will see you again next time. Bye. Bye.
1: Thank you for listening. If you found this podcast informative, we hope you'll pass along our web address, straightshot.net, to your friends, colleagues, and business associates. And please leave us a positive review on iTunes or on our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash straight If you would like to have your question featured on the show or would like to be a guest, call 678-825-8086, extension 300. Or you can email us at info at straightshot.net. Be sure to download the Straight Shot podcast app on your smartphone to hear previous and new shows. You can also find us on Spotify, iTunes, or directly at straightshot.net. This has been Straight Shot.